0: Hey everyone, for this episode I physically invited someone into my studio for the first time in such a long time and you're not going to believe what happened. David, do you want to let everyone in on a little secret? It was amazing.
1: I felt like we'd gone back to 2019 and then I got a text from you afterwards saying
0: no the video, video didn't work. Didn't save. I got a corrupted hard drive and all this time we've been doing Zoom calls and virtual meetings and I was blown away by the fact that we got to sit together, had all these cameras set up. It looked amazing and the damn thing didn't work and it made me think, why don't we just do these things virtually? Why do I put myself under this pressure? Uh,
1: Absolutely. I think it just goes to show offline is the past, virtual is everything. We should have stuck with that, but uh, experimentation got us nowhere.
0: Well, it's a hybrid world, David. We had you in, and I have to say, everyone that has heard any elements of this podcast so far has gone, geez, David's voice sounds absolutely fantastic. He sounds like a radio announcer, and I'm going to put that down to my microphone.
1: Absolutely. I think it's the quality of the tech that drives everything, but that said, it was actually a really amazing conversation, if you remember the stuff we talked about. What did you talk about? We talked about Twilio. We talked about building a developer community. We talked about some of the great customers who are using Twilio, like Woolworths and Dominoes. And we talked about cookies.
0: cookies. We talked about cookies. Yes,
1: you know why I paused? Because third-party cookies are going away.
0: Oh, was that was that for dramatic effect? The pause. That was for dramatic effect. <laughs> very good. Very very good. It was a great conversation i was blown away by how enthusiastic you are about the twilio brand how you've only recently joined but uh you're wearing a twilio t-shirt right now as people can see and uh with more than 9 million people in the community absolutely that is an extreme number we talked about woolworths we talked about domino's pizza and uh, how they're improving digital experience through, uh, through instant messaging, chat functionality and better communications. It's an exciting episode so much so I had to cut it into two episodes.
1: Amazing. Amazing. And i got to say it was amazing recording it with you as well. It was a really great dynamic conversation.
0: It, only everyone could have seen it. They would have realized how amazing it really was. I had a fably, <laughs> fabulous chat. We've cut it into two episodes. We really hope you like this particular podcast, uh, both of them. And uh, David, once again, it's good to see you physically, virtually, hybridly. You too, Dave. Hope we can do it again. Hope so. Thanks for joining, mate. I hope you enjoy the podcast. David, welcome to the Tech Seeking Human podcast. And this is probably only the second time I've ever physically had anyone in the room.
1: Dave, thank you for having me. It is amazing to actually be able to be in the same room as another person in Melbourne in 2022. I think the, you know, we all didn't see this coming and uh, here we are. It's a new world, isn't it? It's what old, what's old is new again. Yeah,
0: so it's cool. We got a cup of tea. Absolutely. And we get to talk tech and all things software. Why don't you start a little bit about... Who you are and what Twilio is all about. Yeah, fantastic.
1: So my name is David Coghill. I lead the solutions engineering organization for Twilio. So what that means is when a customer is interested in buying Twilio or working with us, my team goes out and talks with them and and talks about how we can help them solve their problems. Now, the kind of problems that Twilio helps solve is how do we get communications into the hands of developers and -hmm. therefore into the hands of businesses. So we've got a community of more than nine million developers worldwide. And they are using Twilio to do things like embed SMS, voice, email, uh, WhatsApp into the applications that they're building so that they can communicate with their users more effectively and more easily.
0: Nine million.
1: Nine million. And that's, uh, there are a whole lot of developers just using it for their own personal projects. But there's also more than a quarter of a million businesses who are using Twilio to really enhance their communications and have a better relationship with their customers.
0: What sort of things are developers doing with it? I mean, communications, everything, and it's like in this day and age, I mean, these devices are communications devices, right? Absolutely. That's, and that's what's enabled us to do more and, um, and to be more enabled to, to scale, to communicate, to, you know, a bit ironic that we're doing this physically in person (laughs) rather than on Zoom, but what's it it doing for developers? So
1: give you a a really simple example. Uh, Now, I think a lot of people, a lot of listeners in Australia in particular, Mm -hmm. are going to be familiar with Woolworths. Woolworths, household brand, amazing. Now, in the pandemic all of a sudden it wasn't quite so easy to go and just pop down to the supermarket anymore. Um, But a lot of companies didn't have the world's best online delivery service before. Um, Now all of a sudden, there was a need to digitally transform. And so a company like Woolworth said, well, hey, how can we actually make the experience of buying online better? And super simple example, when you make an order on Woolworths, if you've used the the delivery app, you'll probably get about five or six different SMSs giving you little updates of your orders being packed now, your orders about to leave the store, your orders on the road, your orders a few minutes away. All of those communications are coming through Twilio. And now that was a super simple use case that they started up with. They were able to embed Twilio's SDK into all of the business logic that they had and personalize those messages based on what's happening. But then, and this is the thing I personally really love about Twilio, and it's, it's, you know, it's nice to be excited about the technology that, that you champion. Yeah. And um, so we've got an SDK, and the SDK yeah. helps developers to embed SMSs, but all of a sudden, Woolworths also wanted to be able to help the delivery drivers themselves to communicate with the person they're delivering to. Sounds simple enough. We've all yep. got phones in our pockets. That should be really easy. But how do you do it in a privacy-preserving way? Do you really want to be getting a phone call from the delivery driver's personal number? Does that delivery driver really want to be having uh, you know, hundreds of customers per day that they're storing their numbers in their phone? It's, it's a bit of a pain. Yeah. And so using exactly the same SDK for messaging Woolworths could also embed voice. And so what happens is instead of the delivery drivers directly reaching out to the consumer over the the regular phone network, instead they dial a Twilio number and Twilio intelligently connects them to the right number on the consumer side. So all of those numbers are not actually the delivery drivers that you're, you're getting. They're in fact... Twilio solving that technology problem for Woolworths, so that they can have really smart communication, but preserve huh. customer trust. Now it sounds so simple. We're talking about SMS and phone networks. It's not. It's not.
0: I'm like in my head. I was going, <laughs> how many damn SMS messages are going to be sent? Like on the consumer side, you're thinking awesome. Like I use Woolworths and have it delivered. Sometimes I feel lazy. Uh, yeah, that that. Like do- But I hate the super. I hate going to the supermarket. I don't hate the supermarket. I hate going. And knowing where your order is makes a lot of sense because it stops me from going, where is my order? I've got so many other things going on. As you're talking about it, I'm going, I'm just one consumer getting the six or seven messages that yeah. help me stay up to date. But how many orders, how many messages across how many stores across all of the cities? It's not like 25 cents a message, I hope. Uh, no, no, they get a better
1: rate. They get a better rate, which is which is very important. Um But the thing about that that's also really interesting you know twilio did some research recently we call it the state of customer engagement yeah and part of the research says that consumers are sick of receiving too many messages digital fatigue it's a real thing but just think back to that exact example the messages you got were dynamic they were personalized they were about your particular things that you'd wanted whereas if if a brand had been coming along and saying you know what we've got oranges on sale today we've got shirts on sale today come into our store Oh my god! You would you would feel like you are getting way too many messages. Yep. But because it's personalized, thank you so much. That's amazing. You've told me about what's happening with my order. My life is better because I've got these messages happening. And uh, yeah, what we really try to do at Twilio is help businesses and particularly the developer teams in those businesses unlock these experiences that otherwise would be really challenging to yep. do. I mean, this is this is behind the scenes. It's really tough connecting into telcos and and getting that whole. Uh, that whole experience together.
0: How hard is it for the developers to map all of this? Like it must be pretty complex within the dashboard of Twilio. Like I'm just trying to imagine like all the different dependencies and variables and customers and all the different things that could go wrong and then mapping everything correctly, it must have a pretty strong pipe and and automation built into it.
1: Well, and that's that's exactly it, I think, if you think about a non-Twilio world. So let's say, you know, 15 years ago, before we came onto the scene, and you wanted to do this, okay, build your connections into every telco. They've all got different API connections. They've all also got um, different ways of handling error messages, things like that. Some of them you can use HTTP, REST, APIs, others don't use that. They use the old SMS uh, gateway, which is SMPP. And all of a sudden for a developer, oh my gosh, this is incredibly challenging. And so I'm, I'm relatively new to Twilio. I've been there about six months now. Yeah. And uh, when I was looking at the company, I thought, okay, I've really got to try this stuff out for myself. See what it, see what it works like and invite invitation for everyone who's listening to this you can sign up for free twilio.com you will get credit uh it if you sign up for twilio quest our game you'll get another 50 dollars credit to use to send all these sms's just a shameless plug there
0: yeah
1: i signed up and the very first home screen was here are your api credentials and here's a link to the documentation to okay. start sending stuff. Yeah. Now, for myself, I'm, I'm not the world's best developer. I, really, I like coding. Yeah. Uh, my guilty pleasure is PHP. Yeah. Um, some people also like JavaScript. I don't really
0: like coding. I'm not much of a coder, but here are my favorite languages. Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> basically. I'm, I'm sure that makes sense for someone there. And are the, the uh,
0: hardcore developers will be like, yeah, okay. Those that have never really touched code before are going, what what's PHP? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is very, very true. I very, very true. Um, and literally within five minutes... I had sent my first SMS using this, wow. and it was personalised. It I was just blown away, and that made me think, "Wow, this is actually a journey I want to be a part of."
0: Yeah, I'm going to be late to the office today, boss. Here's my automated message. I'm just on the Zoom call now as you're teeing off on the golf course.
1: <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. And I mean, the same way you've got this amazing setup that's got all of the different gadgets that, are, that yep. are beautifully connected. You can really treat. We, we hope. hope. We <laughs> hope. So far, so good. Um, you can really treat. Twilio is just another endpoint. So whether you want that message to go off as an email, as an SMS, as a WhatsApp message, if you want to automatically generate a voice recording that sounds like you or another real human reading that message aloud when your boss picks up the phone call, incredibly easy.
0: That's interesting. So it's not just for Woolworths. Like if you're a, uh, I don't know, a small business, you're a hairdresser, you're a restaurant could you do things like
1: that as well oh 100 percent. i mean the vast majority of our customers spend less than a hundred dollars a month with oh us. wow it's really, really designed to be come along just start using and see how you get on with the platform we'd love to help you get even more value out of it but if you're just doing it for simple appointment reminders things like that absolutely fantastic we hope that we help your business grow and as you oh. grow we grow with you but yeah we have plenty of small customers is that started. how Twilio
0: started? Do you know the backstory to like how it was yeah. originally founded? So we were founded
1: by technologists. Our CEO is Jeff Lawson. Yeah. And for the first 10 years or so, there actually was not a sales team. The way that you bought Twilio was to go to twilio.com, yeah. click the sign up button, put in your credit card and just go. You don't have to put a credit card to start using, just, yeah. just uh, to clarify.
0: Proper SaaS company there. Proper no salespeople.
1: No salespeople. Dr- That's the dream. Exactly. I work in marketing,
0: Your solutions engineer. This is the dream. Exactly. We have a world without salespeople. And well, not was, now, but... <laughs> not, not now,
1: not now. But what we saw was, it was phenomenal. And yeah. as a business, wow. to, to look on the B2B side of it, what we saw was for ourselves, we could really accelerate our growth by also investing in, in a sales team. And so now we've really got this this 2 prong approach of the vast majority of our new customers come just by signing up and and getting started with us. And uh, then we do have some customers, especially when they start getting bigger, where we jump straight into that, how can we help you grow with us? So they're still just
0: a credit card swipe, not really taken care of by like internally within solutions, engineering or sales or whatever. You guys are more focused on the enterprise uh, accounts, I would imagine. Uh, Typically,
1: but it's really whoever needs help. You know, if we've yeah, got okay. some small customer who really wants to know how to get more out of Twilio, wow. by all means, please yeah. reach out to us. And, and a very real invitation, anyone who's listening to this, please reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'd love for us to be able to help you.
0: Wow. So then you must have a really cool community, like 9 million people within that community and you're helping you're helping like the, the smaller development teams and the enterprise teams. You're delivering a pretty cool customer experience because you have to. Yeah. Because yeah. developers are fussy and they'll just off to somewhere oh, else. Exactly.
1: I mean, you know, when we really think about what are our competitive advantages when we go to market, yeah. it is how do we be just so amazingly compelling to work with yeah. from a development perspective? And so we've got an entire developer evangelist team who goes out and does community events to try to help developers even if they're not connected to a company, even if it's just some side project. Yeah. How do we help you get up and running and get some value? from our tools because that's really why we're here.
0: And they're just sort of like learning experiences, use cases, customer examples. Are they the sort of things that you're doing?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, or if you bring along a little side project that you're working on, yep. then fantastic. How can we help you get started with that? How can we help you find the right level of integration if you've got other parts of your stack that you want to integrate it in with? How do we give you those pointers so that you can you know really enjoy it? And I think that's the great thing uh i think particularly about my team but everyone in twilio we actually really love the technology that we're talking to our customers about
0: you can tell it's it's like and you've only been there for six months and you're really well versed it feels like the culture at twilio must be good if you know you've gone through a pandemic been locked down so you would have joined six months ago we're probably still close to being locked down at that yeah
1: absolutely absolutely i mean i i joined um uh in singapore yep. and uh at that time the rules were still pretty strict we yep. could uh, meet in person in very small groups we couldn't go to the office couldn't do anything like that yeah and um you know we really have learned what it's like to be a remote first company and now yeah. we're getting back into it but it's almost like the in-person events are an amazing layer of icing on top yeah. rather than the whole cake the whole cake is really? let's be a great remote company
0: what did they do so successfully that makes you so passionate about it?
1: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. And I think they just focus so incredibly tightly. I say they, you know, it's really we. Yeah. Focus a lot on values. Now, we have this thing. It's a little bit corny. We call it Twilio magic. Yeah. And the Twilio magic is how do you be a good Twilion? What are the attributes that you should bring? And it's all about how do you be a builder? You know, someone who gets in there and does stuff. How do you be curious? So you're actually always wanting to learn new stuff. How are you an owner so that, you know, something comes to you, you don't just pass the buck. And then the fourth one, which is a slightly unusual one is how do you be a positron? And if you love physics and quantum physics, that makes a whole lot of sense. If it's, if it's me, I'm I'm not so much into that side. It's just, how do you be a person who keeps things moving forward? How do you take accountability for making sure that it's a good experience for everyone around you? And, uh, yeah, so that's that's really our focus and we have a lot of virtual events. And if you yeah. think back two years ago, I'm sure it was exactly the same in, in your company at the time, Yeah, everyone got Zoom fatigue yeah. pretty quickly. And so we've moved away from this, oh, let's have a gathering for the sake of a gathering. Yeah. But it is, how do we have gatherings that particularly focus on parts of culture or particular topics that everyone wants to learn about? And because we're all in this same boat, we're all operating remotely. And in fact the company's had amazing growth during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the vast majority of employees, particularly in this part of the world, mm. joined during lockdowns. So we are all in the same boat together. We, we just tipped 900 people in the Asia Pacific region. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, the vast majority of us haven't met each other face wow. to face. So we've just got to make it work.
0: You said Builder, Positron, ownership. What did I miss? Was four. Curiosity. Cur- I love curiosity. It's so good. How did I miss that one? <laughs> ask the questions, be inquisitive, understand, have empathy. That is such a good cultural trait. Well, and it's it's if you see something that you don't understand,
1: yep. go and find out. Either go and tinker yeah. for yourself or go and ask someone who's been around and knows how it works. And that's really what we try to take to our customers yeah. as well. So when we're meeting with, i uh, give you another example, we're meeting with Domino's. Yeah. We really want to go and find out, well, hey, Domino's, how does your business tick? What are the sorts of uh, problems that you're trying to solve? What are the technical problems that you're trying to solve? And how can we kind of fit into all those, those nooks and crannies so we can actually deliver some value for you?
0: You've got a cool job because... The communications is the front line of these businesses as they're transforming because they got to communicate with their end customer, right? And so you're going in and you're dealing with Domino's and Woolworths, and all these people probably on like secret new project or new initiatives that they're undertaking. Hey, can you help us do this? Yeah, yeah, that's cool.
1: It is. I mean, we we're very lucky in this. We call our our department solution engineering. Yeah, and. All of our solution engineers—they are an absolutely amazing team because they embody those four characteristics that we just talked about. Do but,
0: they hire for that? I was going to ask how do these cultural traits play out. Yes. Yeah, are so, they reward? Do you reward? Do you do team meetings where you talk about them, or are they written on the back of your laptop and you're like, yeah, they come up every now and then?
1: So it, it, that's a really interesting question, and we, you know, we really want the culture to infiltrate everything that we do. Yeah. So right from hiring we actually have a part of our process called the bar raiser and the bar raiser is how are we constantly raising the bar of the people we're bringing into twilio we want to be a better customer uh, uh, pardon me we want to be a better company tomorrow than yeah, we were today and yeah. so that means we want to hire people that embody these characteristics yep. next when we're in as a leader i'm really strongly encouraged to actually send out literal gift card redeemable points to the team to say amazing job you did demonstrated ownership in this situation here are some points that you can then go and spend on amazon or oh, jb cool. or you know wherever you want to spend that money yeah and it's not just leaders all of the people in our team are encouraged to do that and so that's i okay it's amazing that's it's the key amazing
0: it's the key it's got to be People self rewarding each other, the autonomy of like, and empowering everyone to have ownership over a culture, not a top down, these are the cultural values and you will stick to them. Exactly. Hire for it, reward for it. That's really cool. It's inspiring. Like, it, so you, what you're suggesting here is that the guys are really thinking creatively and then people can come and then they get inspired about what they do. And yeah, they got to go back to their day job and sometimes they got to plumb some boring things. But they're also like, hey, I'm building something pretty cool here. Yeah. It's, that's inspiring people. I think that's another thing that is really important for companies, particularly SaaS companies, to inspire the users to, to do that. And it sounds like with 9 million people in your developer community, you guys are doing a fairly good job at it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I think that, that uh, inspiration is so key because, you know, like you mentioned earlier, SMS, it's a dime a dozen. There are yeah. a lot of companies you can go out there to do that. But who are the partners that are actually going to really help you? You know, an SMS... Is not just an SMS. An SMS yeah. can be an instruction to the next system to go and build something and uh. and really trigger everything to to think more broadly and and have those kind of amazing experiences.
0: Tell us about that Domino's example because I cut you off when we went into the cultural things. They're doing some fairly unique stuff with messaging yeah. during the pandemic, right?
1: And now Domino's is an amazing company. Um, yeah. Yeah, they've been around for a while, and they've always been innovating. I think it was about 15 years ago, I might be wrong on the date, when they first unveiled that if you order online, you can track your pizza as it moves through the oven. Really cool stuff. And it's just a nice little infographic and it it keeps track of it.
0: Oh, through the oven?
1: Yeah, as it moves through the entire process. So, the person's making it, it gets in the oven, it's moving through the oven, it's now ready to be boxed, it's now leaving the place, it's on its way to you. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And they got in really early with that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I always thought it was just the delivery in the car. I remember tracking it when I was in the US. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, oh, that was pretty cool. But I didn't know it was also tracking the... um, um, pineapple going on top now. Pineapple going through <laughs> the cooker and on its way out.
1: No, it's it's crucial. And uh, what they what they found is during COVID nineteen, they had a really unusual problem because hey, takeaway takeaway took off. It's it's huge. There were yep. not enough delivery drivers to get things out. Yeah. All of a sudden, their stores were clogging up with people who had ordered a pizza come in and they're waiting, which from a COVID perspective is actually not so fantastic. No. You know, you don't want all these people in a closed, warm space without great ventilation.
0: And they tend to be small, tend the to be sh- small shops. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so internationally, what they tested was, how can they help customers come into the store at exactly the right time? Now, everyone's got a phone because yeah. that's how they ordered in the first place. We're all, you know, been QR crazy. Um, so what they experimented with was as the pizza reaches a very particular point in the the production process how can they notify the user that hey now is the time for you to come in and get your pizza so don't come in and and clog the whole store up that's that's not what we want we want you to come in exactly when your pizza is going to be ready so that you can leave safer for everyone and from a technical perspective we were kind of thinking hey How are you going to make this work? We can send the SMS, but how do you know that the pizza is ready in this many minutes for this customer? And they say, oh, don't even worry about that. We've got that data. You let us plug into SMS. And all of a sudden we had this amazing use case that from a Twilio perspective, we might not have been able to think of that, of how do we actually prevent COVID-19 in takeaway restaurants uh, just by a well-timed message that's that's hugely personalized based on the businesses need and the customers need
0: really wow cool. that's really cool really innovative and and for something like your Domino's is remarkable mm. like you think because their margins what they're dealing with they don't have a lot to play with and for people that aren't innovating our oh, technology is too expensive it cuts into our profit and stuff like that that's a company that is probably not playing with a lot of profit margin.
1: No, the margin very per lean, pizza is very lean. But,
0: so they're differentiating based on customer experience to know when your pizza is going to be delivered and then when to go and get it is ridiculously cool.
1: Yeah, and and you know think about it from their perspective. They are really trying to expand that customer experience and, and improve that customer experience because that is the differentiator for them. And it, it's just incredibly forward-thinking. That they can go and do this kind of thing and and you know, on the one hand, Twilio, yes, we definitely want to be helping big enterprises like that achieve those sorts of outcomes. Yeah. But we also want to be talking to the little guys and saying, yeah. How can we also help you have a great outcome? Because there's you know, there's there's improvements to be made for everyone.
0: so that's the end of the first episode of tech seeking human we had david from twilio he's going to be back we had such a good conversation and it starts getting a little heavy and we go into cookies and also what it means to develop an innovative culture focused on development if you're enjoying this podcast please share it with your friends and subscribe on all the social media channels like spotify and apple podcasts and all those other ones